Hello and welcome. My name is Rob Wong, and this is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create sexy connection through authenticity and learning to be your best self. This is Dating Smash, honest attraction for clever humans. Welcome, 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 <laughs> welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about how to create attraction without having the beach body, or as I as I like to refer to it, how to create unlimited happiness and love in your life. Actually, yeah, before we do that, I'm going to apologize for the last episode. Um, I recorded it on a new microphone, uh, on a new setting, and it ended up being really echoey and poor quality. So I'm trying out a new approach today, and uh, hopefully that'll lead to some better results. I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to double back and re-record there. I'm also thinking about launching another podcast, uh, one where we talk about general coaching issues, mental health, the ability to deal with things that challenges in our lives, even outside of dating and relationships. And if that's something that you think you'd be interested in, feel free to leave a comment on our Dating Smash uh, <laughs> Facebook page or message me directly or send me an email. Uh, you can always hit me up at rlwang, the number one, at gmail.com. So, on to the secret to unlimited happiness and love. Um, if you're anything like me, you keep a constant creepy eye on your friends looking for the ones who are really good with other people. Um, odds are you might not be like me in that respect, um, which is totally okay. Probably encouraged. So every now and again, someone will come into my radar, though, who's just freaking glowing, right? People are drawn to these individuals like my cats are to anything that even remotely resembles food. Um, it's just magnetic, right? So it doesn't matter if people have known this person for a day or years on end, right? Yeah, something about who they are and the way they present themselves to the world makes it so easy to love them, right? So what is this magical trait? What makes them so lovable, what makes them so accessible as people is their ability to give and receive love. I'll say that again. Their ability to give and receive love is the secret to their unlimited happiness and love. One, they bloom, flourish when they're given praise or recognition, right? They're quick to make us feel amazing for making them feel good. So what does that do? Well, we're, more, we're kind of incentivized at that point to continue making them feel good, right? Because we get something out of it. Now imagine that this happens to everyone in their lives, right? So now it's an endless feedback loop. They have tons and tons, just stacks of people waiting in the wings for an opportunity to recognize them. How badass would your life be if that were the case? Now, point number two, they regularly express their gratitude for the people around them, and they aren't ashamed to be over the top about it. One person in particular is, like, incessantly tells me how much she loves me, and she's always pointing out things that she enjoys about me. That feels awesome. And again, it feeds back into the thing that we just talked about, right? When she's giving me recognition, 
how, how likely am I to turn around and reflect back to her the things that I enjoy about her? If that's not a mood booster, I don't know what is. To feel that level of support, to feel that level of care every single day, that's something else. Now, number three, and probably most importantly, there's no shame around activities number one or two. It's not weird for them to hug a perfect stranger or squeal in delight when they see someone they love. It's a natural, run-of-the-mill extension of who they are. Now, for some contrast, I personally grew up in a culture where it was weird to say I love you to my parents, and I recognize that not everyone might have had it like that, right? <laughs> so, for you, or maybe maybe for one of the listeners out there, it might turn up as a reluctance to engage with this squishy frou-frou of emotions and kumbaya, right? When other people are doing that, it makes us feel weird. Or it might turn up as resistant to public displays of affection, right? Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, displays of affection are great, but let's not do it out here where the people can see us, right? Feels awkward. Or it might turn up as a feeling of needing to repay someone anytime they say something nice about you. Or maybe as an unwillingness to accept the fact that you know, the act itself of, of getting complimented is anything other than people just telling you nice things, right? And not really meaning it. So you might also recognize that um, in a related example that you've got one friend who is supremely uncomfortable around other people. Uh, and if you're like me, uh, you're being mildly racist and picturing a nervous Asian guy who doesn't like making eye contact. Side note, I'm allowed to do this. I used to be that guy. So hush your face. <laughs> All right. But here's the, here's the impact of living that life, right? Here's the impact of living a life where we are not open to receiving love or very reluctant to express our affection for another person in a very public way. So if you've ever tried to give a heartfelt compliment to someone like who I just described, right? That's someone who is not okay uh, with their emotions and displaying them and receiving them from other people, right? And you give them a heartfelt compliment and you just know, it just registers with you that they don't accept it, right? You can feel it. I mean, I'm sure they might say thank you. They might tell you that you're very kind, but you can see that they didn't actually take it in. And for me, that is frustrating as hell, right? Except the motherfucking compliment. I am not saying nice things to say nice things. That This is the reality of my experience. So that's an impact of that lifestyle, right? Having people around us that just cannot have us accept that their experience is a valid one. Especially when they're trying to be nice to us. Imagine how frustrating that is. Now, imagine that this is the vibe we create when we're unwilling to accept love, except it's like super amplified. See, this time, instead of rejecting a compliment, we're completely resisting someone's desire to love us. And not because it's bad or because they mean it's harm or anything like that. We do it because it makes us feel weird. <laughs> and as far as reasons go, that one sucks. It's almost insulting, right? So by the, t by the same token, 
we get something just as frustrating when we refuse to express our love. When we make that not okay, when we make it weird. So what are the symptoms of that? For me, um, I got to experience a life that was joyless and empty of magic and significance and meaning, right? Um, Because I was afraid to express that I enjoyed things. I, I could never really be in the moment and be like a hell yeah, there would be no letting loose. And that's kind of the problem with it. So instead, because I was not getting that outlet, I'd turn to escaping from the world by reading fantasy books, playing video games, watching TV, anything to leave behind the world of the mundane for something that felt alive with emotion and action. The truth here was, the reality here was that what I experienced was something I didn't like day to day, right? Because I didn't like being vulnerable or expressing positive emotions or or negative ones for that matter right? (laughs) If I was overjoyed about life, it left me that much more room to fall and experience more pain. I'd take smaller risks in life. Not because I didn't want to have an amazing over-the-top life, but because in the back of my mind, I was always worried about what could go wrong. I was afraid of expressing that I was really happy or that I was in love or excited to be around a specific person. And that has an impact, right? At that point, I go back to being that socially awkward, emotionally unexpressive person. It's like hanging out with a wood plank. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for people because they can't read me. They don't know what my emotions are if I'm not expressing them. And I get it. That might not be you. Or even if it is you, it might not be that bad, right? It's survivable. We all get by like that. There are days when everyone shuts down. But it's not fun. It's not fun. And it certainly doesn't feel like it's alive. Now, I get the allure. Safety is safety. There's something comforting about feeling like things are under control and knowing exactly how tomorrow will go. And again, there's nothing wrong with living that life. It still works. For me personally, it's a hollow victory, right? It's like winning on a technicality. There's no room to experience the exhilaration of flight and an endless blue sky if we never get a chance to leave the ground, if we just never take that risk. So you want to know the secret to unlimited happiness and love? It's allowing yourself to feel happiness and love and the whole spectrum of emotions, good and bad, that come with it. And if you liked what we were talking about today, if you want to get more experience being okay with expressing your emotions, book a free session with us. Those are available, again, for free for anyone who is signing up for the first time. If this is your first session, you've never claimed one before, you can find one at calendly.com slash Rob Wong, that's R-O-B-W-A-N-G, slash free. Book your session. Let's talk it through. Until the next time, my name is Rob, and we'll catch you around.